Hi there. Welcome to OTs Get Paid, the podcast for OT entrepreneurs, where we learn about everything you need to know to move from thinking like a therapist to acting like a CEO and making good money along the way. Are you curious how to continue to be true to your mission of helping others as an OT and get paid what you're worth? Do you want to know the best tips that add zeros to your bank account? Do you wonder how other OTs do it too? I'm your host, Trish Williams, a Canadian, a mom, a not-so-closet choir nerd, an occupational therapist of over 26 years. I spent most of those years loving my profession, but secretly wishing I could get paid a lot more. Did I feel like I had an important job that had great impact on my clients and society? Check. Did I also wish I could feel validation in that work through getting paid enough to feel financial freedom? Check, check. So finally in my 40s, as a single mom who needed to get real with my income, I built two six-figure businesses, including my latest as an OT entrepreneur coach at Trish Williams Consulting. And through this, I heard the secret shame that others felt the same way too. So I'm raising my voice and raising my profile of this issue and probably raising my prices. I'm here to talk about OTs making money. So let's do like Scrooge McDuck and dive into those giant piles of gold coins and get swimming and start this episode. Welcome OT entrepreneurs to episode 92 of the OTs Get Paid podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about overcoming the pressure of comparing your business growth to the growth of others because we focus on sustainability. I received an update from a former client of mine where she leaned into some amazing vulnerability and said, Trish, other people's businesses are growing faster than mine. It is hurting my confidence, and this comparison is killing me. This is a very, very thought-filled and insightful young woman. And to admit this is great. This is also a person that would have thought of this a million times over, and for her to bring this complaint or question or honesty forward made me realize that it's time to visit this topic in our podcast. Let's examine multiple factors that contribute to the growth and the speed of growth in your OT business. The first is you may have taken some time off, and that is pretty fabulous. (laughs) Long-time listeners will know that I had a health issue in the spring and took quite a bit of time off. And then as I started to feel better because I found the right healthcare team and there were some chronic true illnesses that were contributing to my health and we started to tackle those. I also decided to take some time off where I went completely off the grid because I went back to my old summer camp. And update, I am going to be doing that again. So painting a picture for those of you who might not have heard that episode, I leave my business behind. Last year, I just closed the whole thing down. I now this year, I'm working with my team so they can keep business going while I go into the woods (laughs) and work with kids and 
sit at the staff table and sleep in a cabin and eat meals off of the plates I used to eat when I was a kid going to that camp when I was on staff. Additionally, my daughter is still going to be returning and my sister's coming back and my darling nibbling, which if you don't know, is the gender neutral term for niece or nephew. Hmm, Maybe this is what you learned today in this episode. So I am planning on disappearing into the woods in July for as long as I can. Also, I need to be honest that when I was building my bricks and mortar years ago, I leaned in heavily to spending time with my children in the summer. I still had one ear to the ground and in some cases worked off and on. So that's how it's different in the term, in the sense of I'm literally going into the woods without any Wi-Fi for a month, but I still prioritized that time. Did you lose any team members? That is another way and thing that can affect the speed of growth in our business. This is very, very significant, especially to those who are really truly trading time for money. Again, I have had a challenge finding the right operations manager. And when I thought we had solved that problem in January, we had not. So the speed of how I had planned on growing and my forecasted numbers, et cetera, was way slowed down because I did not yet have the right person on the bus. Additionally, you may have a team member who is not performing as well as they need to. And so you have the wrong person. You have the bus filled, but it is the wrong person. The other thing I would like to remind you of is your competitors may be working way over the amount of hours that is healthy. Your competitors may be working 60, 70, 80 hours a week, and that is why their business is growing faster than yours. So did you take time off, whether it was holiday? Many, many OTs I talk to are in their reproductive years, are growing their families. Did you lose a team member? Or do you have the wrong team member on the bus and you don't know what to do about that, how to fix it? Or is your competition working bonkers hours that you know won't work? These are all factors that contribute to sustainability. And let's talk a little bit about more of that and how you can bounce back from some of these slow pauses as you are an OT entrepreneur. And I want to remind you, of the identity shift that's required. This is the mindset piece of this that we is not talked about enough, in my opinion. We know we have multiple occupational roles. I have talked to many OTs where they find it even difficult simply to switch from, I'm an OT, I'm delivering OT services right now, and uh-oh, now I have to be the founder or do CEO things in my business and work on the business. Those hats are hard enough to switch in a day or a week or a month. I see all the other hats that you're wearing. I see you as a parent. I see you requiring leisure time. Hey, Trish. Yes, Ashley? As an OT entrepreneur who's just starting to make money, I bet you've thought, oh my gosh, I just got my first few clients. What the heck do I do now? Don't worry. At Therabyte, we have you covered. We heard you and we created intake and consent templates just for you. So you've downloaded the template and now you can say, 
amazing. I know exactly how to get my client started. Oh, I wish I'd had this in the beginning. I pulled everything together and needed something this efficient. Okay. So where can listeners find these templates, Ashley? Super easy. The link will be in the show notes. You just hop over to our website, find templates, and you've got your download. Sounds great. I see you looking over, trying to be a whole holistic, healthy person and seeing your competition blowing that off and thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to be so far behind. I see the different occupational roles that you hold and the shifts in between those identities and also staying true to the health that you want to maintain while you're growing your business is very, very, very valid. At the end of the day, you need to still focus on your why. And for most of you that are listening, it is really two things. It is one, you want to bring in money. And two, you want to focus on your freedom and the flexibility that comes from being an entrepreneur. And that, of course, is very allowed. So when in doubt, return to your why. Return to your why. Return to your why and realize that why did you pull this trigger in the first place? I want to remind you, because I say it all the time, you only have two main assets. One is time and one is money. And right now, in this stage of returning or things slowing down and you want them to speed up, time is really of the essence here. So what does that mean? Physics shows us we're not going to pull the time lever, so therefore we have to pull the money lever. And so the question becomes, where are you going to make your money? What are the systems that you can tweak? And what are the marketing systems that you can turn on right away? Do you have that network still in place? Do you have a way to outreach to your clients through newsletters or through their emails or through texts? And can you look at past clients? That's one lever that you can quickly lean into and tweak. I would like to also talk about having a marketing asset here. We recently in the Road to 100K have been talking about having a marketing asset like a lunch and learn or a workshop that you can promote where you have one asset that you have to make and then you can deliver it in multiple different places. And it's recognizing that once you turn that lever, what is the frequency that you need to do that in order to bring leads to the door and then have them turn into customers. So again, rather than going willy-nilly and freaking out, let's look at your marketing system and your marketing assets as a lever that you can pull and turn back on. Additionally, you can do that with sales. Are your close rates as high as they were before? If so, dust yourself off, feeling good. One thing I know that is very, very, very effective for our clients is to lean into not just serving, because I think OTs do that extremely well. I'm talking about when you want to turn your business back on, right? I would never say not to serve ever. I mean, this podcast has almost 100 episodes. It's all service. I want to remind you that you can lean into the scarcity of your time legitimately by when you reach out to your people, when you turn on that marketing asset, when you send them a newsletter or an email or, you know, I'm not a huge fan of social media, but those of you that have 
a social media that actually responds to your stuff and it works to sell, you can say, I have three openings right now. Get on my schedule. Or we have this many free trials left for this month. Get on our schedule. So you can turn on your marketing system and you can turn on your sales systems. And if you don't know how to do that, we can show you in our paid programs. Either the Road to 100K if you're making $9,900,000 or under a year, or the 100K Club Mastermind if you're making $100,000 and over. This is also another time to understand the other parts of your business. Again, those that are trying to get to 100,000 are really going to be focusing on marketing. Those who are above, I want you to be able to lean into things like operations and fulfillment and finances and understand those in a way that you might not have in the past. This is a false assumption to think that you can outsource all of it without understanding it. Or when you look at those categories, do you really know what your business needs in each of those? And if you don't, then slowing down is never a bad thing as you begin to really understand the different pieces that are required for you to do in those different buckets or columns for your business. Because again, things don't have to be rushed. We want you to build sustainable businesses. We want you to be one of the women in the world who keep a business open beyond five years. The stats are stacked against us. I think I should have the stat on a post-it because I should say it every single time. I don't actually know what it is in my head, but I'm going to say it's close to 70% of any business fails in the first five years. And I know it's approximately 6% of women who are in the United States, it's not a worldwide stat, this one I do have memorized, um, reach $100,000 gross a year plus. We want you to be doing better than those statistics and putting pressure in terms of the speed or the rush versus thinking of this as sustainable is what we promote here at OTs Get Paid. This former client that wrote to me, I also challenged their assumption, which I believe is false. And that is that growth is linear. I actually believed that in the beginning because The first business I started, my bricks and mortar, was a hockey stick. You know, slow until literally two months or three months after I told people I was doing it, boom, hockey stick. And I had six figures in my first year. And the same thing happened to this business. OTs get paid. Tiny, teeny hockey stick, boom, hit $100,000 plus in my first year. And what wound up happening with my bricks and mortar was we hit a ceiling. And that ceiling really is that growth or scaling ceiling. It can be different numbers for different people. For many of us, it's around like $300,000 gross a year, where we need to learn other things in our business. And if you're used to fast growth, which many people are in the start phase, then hearing that growth isn't linear is a shock. And do not be shocked if your growth is not linear. 
I want to remind you, and those of you who have not listened to the productivity series, please go back. There are approximately five episodes where we definitely give some tips and some tricks, but we go far deeper into women identifying as helpers and what that means for our business, rejecting the hustle and grind culture, rest as a revolution. What is the expectation for us as women? I see you. We are brought up in a grind culture. And I do not want you to be in such an exhaustive state that you can't hear these messages. The NAP ministry has a great quote where they say, if you are exhausted, this is information your body wants to share with you. You have a second shift as a woman, and many of you have a third shift as a woman or somebody who identifies with that female experience. And again, in the Rest as a Revolution episode, you'll hear the PhD slash pastor, Trisha Heisey, who did her research on this and is a Black woman, talk about how rest is being taken away from women because capitalism depends on it. She gives us a great example of how Harriet Tubman, as she was fleeing the U.S. from slavery in the Underground Railroad, stopped to pray. That is an image that I think of often. Our bodies want to be well and human. And faith and trust is a big part of this, along with the clear steps I've illustrated to you above. So I hope that from this podcast episode, you're taking away some very significant steps of what you can do if you have, you know, left or lost a team member or realized you're working, your competitor is like outworking you by you know, 100% each week, and you're panicking over the speed of growth. We are all in this together. Rising tides rise all ships. Is that what it goes? Rising tides lift all ships. I think that's what it is. And this is another reminder of why we switched our signature programs from cohorts of eight to 12 weeks to six months, because We don't want you in an exhaustive state. We don't want to overwhelm you with just trainings. We don't want you to panic. Growth and sustainability takes time. And because that is our mission to put more money into the pockets of more OT, female-identified entrepreneurs, we know that that growth and that sustainability is key. You are enough. So let's reject the hustle culture together, rest, and do the steps, whether on your own in our free podcast or by taking an opportunity to talk to me about how you can join one of our programs. Until next time. This has been OTs Get Paid, recorded live in Studio C. That's Studio Closet. I'm Trish Williams. If you had feedback on today's episode, send us a DM on IG at OTs Get Paid or join our Facebook group at OTs Get Paid. We would really love to hear from you. We'd also love it if you could subscribe and write a review for the podcast. Each month, I'll pick a random review for a shout out to get your name and business on the air. Until next time. 